I can shake off everything if I write. My sorrows disappear. My courage is reborn. But, and that is the great question, will I ever be able to write anything great? Will I ever become a journalist or a writer? I hope so. Oh, I hope so very much, for I can recapture everything when I write, my thoughts, my ideals, and my fantasies. On June 12, 1942, Anne Frank celebrated her 13th birthday. Though the Franks were not devout, they nonetheless recognized that this was a significant milestone in their daughter's life and had questioned her about what she would like for a birthday gift. A few days before her birthday, Anne showed her father a red and white gingham-bound autograph book with a lock on the front. When she received her gift a few days later, she surprised her family by declaring she would use it as a diary and wrote the following on the first page with typical adolescent drama. I hope I will be able to confide everything to you, as I have never been able to confide in anyone, and I hope you will be a great source of comfort and support. Their gesture in purchasing this, meant only to please a girl on the brink of womanhood, would one day change the way the world viewed the Holocaust that was even then brewing around them. Almost immediately, Anne provides a first-hand account of how life had changed for Dutch Jews since the German occupation. After May 1940, the good times were few and far between. First there was the war, then the capitulation, and then the arrival of the Germans, which is when the trouble started for the Jews. Our freedom was severely restricted by a series of anti-Jewish decrees. Jews were required to wear a yellow star. Jews were required to turn in their bicycles. Jews were forbidden to use streetcars. Jews were forbidden to ride in cars, even their own. Jews were required to do their shopping between 3 and 5 p.m. Jews were required to frequent only Jewish-owned barbershops and beauty parlors. Jews were forbidden to be out on the streets between 8 p.m. and 6 a.m. Jews were forbidden to go to theaters, movies, or any other forms of entertainment. Jews were forbidden to use swimming pools, tennis courts, hockey fields, or any other athletic fields. Jews were forbidden to go rowing. Jews were forbidden to take part in any athletic activity in public. Jews were forbidden to sit in their gardens or those of their friends after 8 p.m. Jews were forbidden to visit Christians in their homes. Jews were required to attend Jewish schools, etc. Though she did not mention this in her diary, one of Anne's biggest regrets came in January 1942, when the Nazi authorities passed a law forbidding Jews from going to movies. Anne had always dreamed of being an actress and loved seeing every movie that came to town. Even her 13th birthday party consisted of taking a group of friends to see Rin Tin Tin. Otto continued to understand the gradually evolving and increasing threat. So by the summer of 1942, he had begun making plans to move his family into hiding. He was working with some trusted employees to create rooms in the back of the Opecta factory where they could live without being noticed. While he planned to make the move sometime in August, he was forced to take them in earlier when, in July, 16-year-old Margot received orders to report to the Central Office for Jewish Immigration for transfer to a work camp. In the early morning hours of July 6, 1942, the Franks left their home in Amsterdam for the last time. Much to Edith's consternation, Otto insisted that it be left untidy so as to give the impression that they were leaving in a hurry. 
he also left a planted note, implying that they were going to go to Switzerland. Much to Anne's dismay, they had to leave her beloved cat, Mortia, behind. Dressed in as many layers of clothing as their bodies could wear, they walked about two miles to their new apartment in the Octor House, rear part of the building, and described her new surroundings. The door to the right of the landing leads to the secret annex at the back of the house. No one would ever suspect that there were so many rooms behind that plain gray door. There's just one small step in front of the door, and then you're inside. Straight ahead of you is a steep flight of stairs. To the left is a narrow hallway opening onto a room that serves as the Frank family's living room and bedroom. Next door is a smaller room, the bedroom and study of the two young ladies of the family. To the right of the stairs is a windowless washroom with a sink. The door in the corner leads to the toilet, and another one to Margot's and my room.